<laughs> Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Chronic Sisters podcast. You're joined by your hosts, Jess and John. Yes. Yes. Welcome back, everybody, to episode two of season three. Season three. Welcome back. I tell I you bet what. you've all missed us, really. Well, yeah, last week's episode was chaotic. I feel so sorry for you. Oh, my God. It was honestly what probably one of the hardest episodes I've ever had to edit. You know, I did think that at one point when we were all talking over the top of each other, I'm like, this is gonna sound just crap. Honestly, it's just it's it's like herding cats in audio form. Yeah. It was it was a rough time. Ben goes to um mum and dad before the episode aired, he's like, Oh, spoiler. I need to tell you I won. <laughs> and mum and dad were like, No, you can't do that. Ben was like, Well, I, I did. did. <laughs> So anyway, that was good. Yeah, it was um, Fionn's hella bitter. Yeah. Like she, um, when I was messaging everybody saying how chaotic it was when I was editing, she's like, oh, just can it. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. <laughs> Look, it was a wild way to start season three. I mean, we just really just d- jumped in the deep end, didn't yeah. we really? Yeah, Jimmy well, like- Sass, well, he's four of us. <laughs> All hyper. All cut from the same loaf. <laughs> what? That's what? not the saying. <laughs> Cloths. You cut loaves of bread. I don't think. I don't think it's the cutting oh, part. Yeah, that's the thing. You can all start using that. Cut from the same loaf. <laughs> all right. <laughs> same genetics. Maybe should have just gone with that. Um. Yeah. Oh cool. wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I am delirious. You, you are. You have to make that oi Bundy. <laughs> he's got the loudest chew toy. He's oh been, well. It's hard because he's been good. I know. You can just chew it. Sorry for everybody listening in the background. If you can hear Bundy chewing on a plastic hoof um that's what that is we've got problems currently uh because my whole family have lost spicy cough Mm. and um bundy can't hang out with his brother every day so i've just worked a very long day and now we have a very hyper child yeah he's definitely attention deprived uh yes to the point where he's ate his own shit the (laughs) last two days we've just worked out i just got out of the shower i was like sean i can smell shit and then I went up to his face and sure as hell I can smell shit. So I think he's just lashing out because he's not seen his brother and I can actually smell crap. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a protest. It's a <laughs> form of protest, isn't it, really? I mean, you can't Imagine do much. Imagine me being like, I can't, I can't work another day. I'm just going to eat my own shit. <laughs> I mean, what a detox. If you put like a fancy wrapper on it, people that, will do that. Yeah, anyway, so my dog ate his own shit. Um, yeah. And that's that sums he's, up my day he's really throwing a full-on tantrum yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to tell the people how you've been sis yeah i mean sure we don't have any of our favorite segment again do we oh no we don't do you want to just sing it for everybody because <laughs> it's, Could a, be it's a firm favorite all right all right it's not time for the fun fact follow-up yeah Wow, real soulful at the end there. Thank I really you. like that little spicy you thank had on there. Thank you, thank um, you. Yeah, so how have you been, sister? How have I been? Well, our last real touch base was the day or two days before my birthday, um, which, yeah, was, which was we didn't we episode. didn't talk about it, uh, episode one. What was my birthday? We had a lush massage for oh, my birthday. That was so nice. It feels like a lifetime ago it now. It actually does. Um, but so I had my birthday. It came and went. Um, I had some very sad things happen in my family. I lost a cousin to suicide, which was a shit time for yeah. everybody. Um, so that happened. Um, I've been working. <laughs> yeah. What, no lot. change there. And uh, she's doubled her steroids in the yeah. last 72 hours. Yeah. So that's good. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. The man is home. I know. He yes. comes home this weekend. He does. But by the time it airs, he'll be home. Oh, yeah, of course. So, yeah, he comes home. So, look, so we started a Rello with four months of long distance and it's done. Yeah, so the long distance relationship is finally over. It's done. Zach and I are very excited about the uh, team dinner situation oh, that we can now encounter upon. Think about the team activities. Oh, my God, imagine the first meet. Oh, I'm so excited. I know, a bit nervy. 
imagine. I'm a bit nervy. I was saying to Sean before, I was like, God help if people don't like get on with him because mum and dad have gone gun ho and like I booked a family weekend away. We love that. So we love, love the commitment. That. And mum was like, oh, will he be okay with that? I'm like, he's very normal. He's so normal. Yeah. So I think he'll just slot in just also fine. it's very um, new for you yeah. too because yeah. even your past relationships since your big breakup, you haven't involved I, friends or family with I, them at all. I said that to him. I said, I have so much anxiety because anyone I've dated in the last three years, I've just kept so separate. Yeah. Not introduced to any friends, not introduced to any family because I couldn't deal with watching the closest people in my life go through the hurt again. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. watching them grieve the loss of somebody else. I'm like, oh, nah, that's, I know they'll fuck off soon. So I'll just keep yeah. this to me. And then I'm the only one that has to deal with the feelings. Yeah, sure. So it is a big step. But we're, go- we're coming at this one from a different angle. We are, we are, we are. Yeah. So I'm very excited. I know. So I officially met um, the man in question um, on our drive down to Bustleton on the telephone. Which we haven't told the people about, but we did get away for a, for a little romantic night. I'm it, sure we told people. No, that was after my birthday, sister. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, no. It was it was the last episode because it was manifestation in Bustleton. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah time yeah. Yes. disappears. Yes. Sorry. Yes. So that was the time that I um, officially met old mate on the phone. Yeah. It was great. And you chatted for a very long we time. Did. It was like we're good friends. But to be honest, like the way he is as a person from what I've heard and experienced third person from you yeah you, is, you date me you're dating shard exactly. too exactly <laughs> and because zach lives and breathes that in that he also dates you yeah. but and me um but i think like anyone of high quality enough for you to appreciate will, will be good enough for any one of your friends because you keep the same people around you do you know what i mean like yeah but i mean that's questionable for my past sister no but what i'm saying is this is this is he's intro- being introduced and connected to yeah, yeah. the group therefore different and yeah. therefore of a different quality is what i'm saying yes true true good anyway how has uh your like six weeks been my oh, gal well look um just a bit of a blur really uh lots of work um and then probably lots of napping this is the year of the 30th in my like yeah. social group um external from you um <laughs> so, so everybody else in my life everyone else in my life um yeah it's all but coming of age into uh, the middle-aged yeah bracket. and uh you know i like a party but also i like to not be outside too late um and i stayed up <laughs> For my friend's 30th the other night, which was iconic, I might was add. Was this the Yeti one? No, that was a, that was a 30th, uh, but that was earlier in the year mm. um, because it's the year of the 30th. No, so this one was a surprise for my friend, Claudia. Um, so she uh, turned 30 and has had some life changes. So her 30th birthday kind of fell to the wayside. Um, so the gals decided to surprise her for um some drinks and so we were all out ready to go and so we went for drinks and then we went for dinner which was also part of the surprise and then we all got in the car we're like see you at the next place and what had happened is my other girlfriends had gone to claudia's parents house Mm -hmm. um previous to that day and set up like um a little pillow fort of like blankets and stuff with like fairy lights and pillows How cute's that? and we all got changed into our pajamas and we had like a sleepover party um and made cocktails and played games and it was just the best and uh she loved it which was great and she had no idea but it was a really fun night that's so special yeah it was so cool and it was so nice to be a part of it so um yeah, it was a really cool 30th and uh, I stayed out until 1.30 in the morning. Who are Who you? Who am I, honestly? You're a new, you're reckless. It's 30th year and I've gone, wow, and crazy. And getting a tattoo. I ha- that, was, that is a good point because I literally um, had a uh, tele- telehealth appointment with my GP and I said, look, doctor, uh, I was gifted a tattoo for my 30th and uh, I want to do it. So what drugs do I need? And she goes, I've never been asked this question before. Let's have a look. And so we did some 
searching on journals while we're on the phone and uh we're just going with the cautious prophylactic bit of amoxal yeah perfect two grams bob's your uncle wicked so i've got to take it an hour before the procedure sick so we'll just pop it in that'll be great content i'm here for it exactly and she's been hustling on a little design so you'll all love it we will share it yeah it's gonna be one of those spoony reveals i think because it's really channeling the spoony life into that for me yeah i think uh but yeah other than that can't really think of anything else that's been happening that's fun (laughs) (laughs) migraines are still shit they've been very shit they've been very shit um you had that weird vomity thing you had a spitty bum for a while yeah we talked about the mucus but and then wild cramping um Wild I think you're cramping. becoming me. We're spending well, too much time was, together. I thought it might have been contagious. I did ask the people. Um, but I spoke to my GP again when I was asking for me drugs. And she's sending me for an ultrasound. Um, because there's also... I've now learned connection between endo and neutral stuff with connective tissue yes, disorders. Yes, and lupus is another connective tissue disorder. I'm not. There you on go. It. I'm... Mm-mm. You're welcome. My uh, next internal pelvic ultrasound is the 4th of August. If you'd like to come with me, okay. we can do them together. Back backs. <laughs> Book it so in, excited. Tom. Can't wait. So excited. But uh, yeah, and we're sitting that, on my new couch. New sofa. New sofa. So the last bit of the shitty X is gone. RIP. And you know what's better? Because we have not done a segment for a while, but let me take you back to Marketplace Madness. <laughs> Um, we're here again, but this is a lovely story. I put up my sofa from my, um, oh, Bundy's got his jingle bells going. Jingle bell, jingle bell. He's just I think going he does it on purpose, hey. Yeah. He's going to tip his whole toy box out. He's been trying to get something out oh, of it. It's oh, it's the squeaky soccer ball. Oh, Jesus. Has the squeaker gone on it? I don't know. The suspense is killing me. Must have gone. It's gone. No, it's there. It's the Jesus of squeaker toys. The resurrection. So your marketplace madness marketplace story. Marketplace madness. It's actually a really good story. So I put my sofa up and sofa. I don't call it a sofa, but it's because you call it sofa. I put my couch. <laughs> what the fuck do you call a couch. it? All right. I put my couch up. And Kofa. Kofa. A Kofa. A couch sofa or lounge. I put my Kofa up <laughs> and... I actually got 56 people message about it, which is another sign that maybe I should up the price, but it just had to go. It had to go. Anyway, so I put it up, got lots of messages. I do my like classic stalking Mm -hmm. as much as I can to find out someone who's not weird and strange looking. Yeah, we love that. Anyway, I found this lovely couple and they said, when's a good time, Jess? And I said, look, any time, because I was just going to sacrifice sitting on the floor for a couple of days. Yeah. Um, but they just timed it beautifully. My new couch is being delivered Saturday at 11. So they said, Jess will come Saturday at nine. Oh. And it was um, the husband and the husband's dad. The and husband they, and the husband's dad. Yep. Yeah, all right. Yep. Yeah. And they had hired a trailer and he saw it and he was so excited about the couch and he couldn't thank me enough and he gave me the cash and he just told me to have a wonderful day and I said it was in my carport I was like let me move my car out for you I'm going to take the dog for a walk and he was just so excited and they were so excited to have the couch and I was like you know what is this going to a good home this is going to a good home people appreciate it and you know so it was a great marketplace madness story I've also put my heater up actually which I think is quite hilarious so I I would all have seen that I put my new fancy heater slash fire on the gram because so many of you messaged like where did you get that extra heater from yeah but the reason I got it is actually because my new place doesn't have gas yes and so this is an electric heater and like it's a dream and we love it Mm. but I have this lovely gas heater from again my ex which was gifted to us so I put it on marketplace madness because now I'm still three years later making money off him and it just sparks joy so much yeah so that's the next marketplace madness update for you i'll let you know how that one goes i love that segment Thank i'm you. glad that came it back it came back yeah just for a little bit but okay well let's that's a good that's also a good segue into the next bit of the conversation okay. so as we all know last week was our first birthday it and was. so we had our little birthday party a chaotic, quiz a chaotic sibling party horrendous uh but so great thank you so much ben and fion for coming on again um 
But what I thought we could do for this episode is to take some time and just reflect on the last 12 months of this podcast because A, we don't do it often enough and just like taking time of all the things we've achieved. But I thought it might be good to like see what we're at and where we're at on some of the topics that we discussed previously on some of the episodes. So episode one was just our little bit of a welcome to our podcast. But when we first started this podcast, Jess, what did you anticipate was going to be the reception? I mean, I didn't think it would be this good. No, to be honest. Um, I thought we would have probably done it a bit more infrequently, like do an episode and we'd get tied up and do one in a month's time. But I'm proud of us for actually smacking it out and doing them pretty regularly. Yeah. 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 Um, and to have done two seasons already. I'm like, that. I didn't think it would be that good. No, and I did not think that people would listen to it other than our, like... Like, like close friends and family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, we, we should support them. Yeah, we should probably do that. Yeah, true. So the fact that it's kind of gone, like, past that inner circle, I guess, still boggles my mind that I know. people listen and this season i think is like the most exciting with like the most yeah. interesting people and yeah. like new guests and i it's cool i didn't think we'd have such cool people coming on yeah i know and that's the thing that just it continues to surprise me the the depth that our conversation can go but that people receive it also yeah like that's just mm, craziness to me so good but I remember in that episode, we were talking about, um, you know, like fears of the podcast and it was like of people listening to it and stuff. Do you have the same fear or do you still have any fears around the podcast? Nah, I just don't really care anymore. <laughs> I think honestly, I think I've learned to care less. Yeah. This you think year. That? I just don't care. Listen, don't listen. Take what you want. Like it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I've always been an oversharer, but I was a bit like, oh, other people that I don't want to listen might listen. But now I'm like, oh, no. go with your bad self. And I forget what I've said half the time anyway. Like yeah, after exactly. we do this, I'm like, oh God, did I say that? But yeah. like, whatever. Doesn't matter. No. No, I think the, the one fear that I have is for it to affect our work. That's probably the biggest fear that I have. Yeah, but we don't talk about our work. No, I know, but I'm just, I'm always scared of the hypothetical like someone twists something oh well look i'm so burnt out it's probably a good time to go (laughs) (laughs) take me now (laughs) but yeah so um but i I, other than that like and that's not a really true fear like it doesn't stop me from doing it and it's never been a problem i know i know so whatevs yeah whatevs whatevs you're so right whatevs 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 care less care less (laughs) roger that so okay so first episode also, listening to it hurts my soul. Don't. Don't do it again. Anyone who's listening again, don't go, oh, I might revisit that. Don't. Don't, don't do waste it. your time. Don't waste your energy or your soul because it's awful. The nervous energy that I can hear in um, us. Hi. This is Sean and Jess. I know. Isn't that so funny, though? Yeah, don't do that. All right, moving on. Moving Episode on. two happened and we talked about nearly dying. Can confirm... It's 2022 and we've both not tried to die this year. So it's... Halfway um, through, touch wood. That's a good start, my friend. Well, that's probably our longest run. Yes. Doing doing this entire thing, really. Yeah. So that that's good. That's um, good. In terms of nearly dying, um, I mean, I haven't done much, which I know I get a lot of DMs about regularly about my meg- medical negligence, which I will work on. Um, yep. When I'm not burnt out burnt out um <laughs> but yes so that's t- still in the background for yep. me sorry guys i wish got, i had better news but we've, we've still s- got ptsd yeah we've still got medical trauma yeah uh that hasn't changed no still funny af because of it <laughs> <laughs> fucked but funny <laughs> exactly <gasps> we should put that on a shirt yeah fucked but funny anyway so episode two we died, we survived, we're all good, we're living the life. So episode three was the friends, the one you can and can't live without. Now, that was a lot of people's favourite favorite. episode. I think, to be very fair, I think it was probably still one of the hardest episodes I've done. Really? Yep. And again, a year from now, it fucking pains me to say that I still lose sleep and still catch myself and subconscious thinking about those 
that group of friends. Really? Yep. Wow. I told old mate about it because he, it's always been that we talk about everything. And for some reason, that's always the thing I find hardest mm-hmm. or I'm not in the mood to talk about. Mm-hmm. And when he flew home for a night in the middle of this course, he did that a couple of times. We were driving down south and he kind of like got me. Well, He's like, stuck she's in stuck a car. in a car with yeah. me. I'm going to ask her. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I did speak about it. It was like after work, driving down south, late. And I was like, you bastard. Mm. He bought me a pizza though. To talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I'll feed us, you'll tell me secrets. Pizza. Anyway, um, so I spoke about it and I was like, it really kills me to tell you how much I still think about it. Like I get annoyed. So that's where I'm at with that. They all, um, I think probably listened, to be honest. They blocked and deleted me. After in the last episode? Well, I don't know if it was after that episode, but within this year, looking yeah. back, yeah, they've all, see ya. Um, they're getting married. They're having more babies and I'm I'm out. Good riddance. And the ex and the, the ex had a baby. Oh. <laughs> and um, they're in. So uh, <laughs> that's One that. in three, one, two out, three in. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So yeah, that, that pains me a little bit that I still get so upset and hurt and angry about it mm. more than probably anything else, which really annoys me because it shouldn't. But that's it's, we're here to be honest. That's and what feelings are though, aren't they? Yeah, They're a bit and confusing. they still bloody get me. But yeah, how about you and your friendships, sis? Yeah, no, I've still, um, I've still got my good groups. Yeah, and absolutely. And don't get me wrong, I have beautiful friends and oh, I'm very yeah, no. lucky, but for some reason these three scarred me. Yeah, I um I don't really lose much sleep or stuff over friends really. I've got like I've got my my good people and they get energy from me and they give me energy back. And I back. think that's it definitely on reflection I've definitely thought about the people that do fill my cup up and I'm mm. now aware that when my cup is feeling less than half full who I do really want to spend time with that yeah. I know is going to be good for me at that time. So I'm definitely more aware of it and I think yeah. that speaking about it made me more aware and I know a lot of people have given us the same feedback. So yeah. I think that was a positive from yeah, that I episode. Think, and social circles are hard because it's like it's the family you choose, right? And yeah. it can be, you know, a really emotional journey to – recognize that maybe some people that were good for you at a time are no longer longer. serving you i think that's the hardest pill to swallow isn't it yeah and because you know you've got a lot of memories tied to people also yeah um but not spending time with them now doesn't take away those memories i guess so um it's just yeah it's really friends are a difficult space they are a very difficult space almost more so I was talking to someone about this recently, a good friend of mine. It's sometimes harder than relationships because a relationship is like, well, you're not together. So that's it. Yeah. But friends, there's that bloody grey zone and it's messy. It's messy. But yeah. Anyway, after that, we dived into the fight between our brains and our bodies and body image. How are you going with that, <clears throat> my girl? Well, me and old mate Crumb are doing great. <laughs> Oh, look, I don't know. I just, I don't understand how people win this fight, if I'm honest. Um, I continually struggle daily with my appearance and my body. And some days are better than others, I know that. But like my baseline isn't great at the best of times. But that's why we do this podcast. Hey, we're not, we're not, we're not, we can't fix everything. No. And we're talking about problems that are real for us. And a year later, they are still for us. This being chronically sick doesn't go away, does yeah. it? No, it doesn't. No. But um, yeah, so I'm still, I'm still fighting that little fight. It's not little at all, really. Um, And I guess my awareness of it is greater in that I'm aware when my self-talk is negative or pulling me down, like I don't allow it to necessarily get to a point that it used to get to. Um, I am working on verbalizing it more and more frequently, especially with Zach, Mm -hmm. um, which I'm getting better at. Um, but it's, it's hard and, you know, and being a woman as well in this day and age is also difficult and it just, it's difficult and that's best I got Mm -hmm. really. And Mm -hmm. yeah, we'll see. But on that, I'm actually going to go and get my colors done. I think. 
Yes, yes, yeah. yes, you are. You yeah. are indeed. Um, so and I'm that's the- such a cool thing. Tell the people because I didn't even know what it meant. I just nodded politely until she explained it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so cool and so many of you I'm sure will not know about this slash yeah. love to do it. Exactly. So there's a girl at work, the girl that's like always up early and super active. Her name's Kayla. She's amazing. And she always looks fabulous. Um, and so we were talking and I was kind of sharing a little bit of how like I don't really like to go shopping and yada, yada, yada. And so she told me about I used to be like that but until I got my colors done. And I was like, sorry, what, what does that mean? Because I've heard people say it before and I didn't really understand it. I was like, what do you mean get your colors done? And so she then went on to explain what the process is. And since then, I've been obsessed with the idea and I'm trying to book in with this lady that did hers. So what it is, is it's a lady um, who takes you and places you in front of a mirror, I think. I could be making that part up. But what she does is she... Sounds she, quite magical, doesn't it? It doesn't. It? Um, she passes um, like swatches of fabric um, of different colors and in different tones um, to see which ones bring out your skin in the... You know, when you see someone and their face looks a little bit dull around the eyes and they, they don't look right. But like then, me today. <laughs> today yeah, all of us on the, all, on a regular basis. Contra, like contradict or what's your other to that? Contrast. Contrasting. Thank you. Contrasting to that when you see someone and they're wearing an outfit like you that in, brings um, them out. I, I really like you in like an emerald green. In a green. Yeah. So I love greens yeah. because it like pops my mm, eyes. Mm. Right. And so that kind of aspect, so that links to a color palette. So there's like a warm spring or a cold spring or um, a cool summer, all those. And that, that's a color palette of all these different colors. And it means that that color suits your complexion, your skin, your hair color, your tone. Um, and so those are your, are your like more desired colors so that if you were to go shopping, you could literally walk into a store and already know that 80% of the shop won't look good on you and in terms of, of color. So you know which kind of colors to focus your wardrobe on so you can rotate through them. Everything matches, everything looks good on you. And then furthermore, this lady also does your shapes. So then they, she takes your body proportions and she then places you in clothing that accentuates your figure in that. So for Kayla's example, um, how she explained it was she has very long legs and a smaller torso, but she's quite petite in her frame. So her shapes are angular in that she's got, um, she looks amazing in like really um, structured things so like structured blazers structured pants corsets dresses um but then the corsets or the jumpers need to be uh oversized so like longer so that the makes her torso, makes her look torso looks longer and then her legs are already long and gorgeous but she wears um high-waisted pants to elongate the legs but then because of the uh oversized jackets it like met balances out Anyway, she always looks fabulous and she doesn't even shop in like retail. She shops op shop because she can go into those amazingly overwhelming stores mm. and already know what colors and what shapes suit her. So she gave me the number to her lady and basically I'm trying to lock this lady in to do my colors Absolutely. because anything that helps, right? Like shopping's overwhelming at the best of times, but anyway, so I'm going to see what it is and what it's like, but anyone who I've met who said that they got their colors done thinks it's the best thing since sliced bread. And we love that. And that is good on reflection because look what you're doing for your body image. We love that. That is a positive. Supporting me, working towards it. That's what we love. Oh, wait, what about you? My body image? Oh, your body. Um, Look, same, same, same. Um, But old mate, I was told him that we don't do anything that's not high-waisted. We don't get the belly button out. We don't Mm. get the feet out. It's not a thing. He'll never see them. Learn it early, dog. Let's move on. Um, So now he's got this thing where he just tells me every day how much he loves my belly button and my belly and my feet and constantly asks to massage my feet. We're not there yet. So Mm -hmm. the other day he said, okay, just put some socks on and let me just hold your foot on the couch with some socks on. I was like, that's a lot. He was like, no, we're getting there. So he's very determined yeah. and 
constantly was like, let me see your belly button. I'm like, no, like, mm. leave me alone. <laughs> Fuck off. And then I'm like, don't draw attention to it. Yeah. Don't forget the show. Don't make it a I thing. Belly button. I'm like, ah, don't do that. Um, but I mean, he's very invested in making it not a thing. Desensitizing it, yeah. I think, is what he's trying to do. Bless. Um, he's trying to print out a photo of Crumb. That's his. That's the, your version. <laughs> yeah, isn't yeah, it? literally. Um, but no, otherwise, mine, I think, is much the same. Yeah. Not much to report. Although. I was having a crisis this time last year about buying a, a size 10 in my pants. I do remember having mm. a large crisis about that because mm-hmm. I've been a size six or eight my whole life. But when I moved to the new house, I threw every size eight pair of bottoms I had and now we're, we're there and we don't care, but I've yeah. got a big ass and I'm fine with it now. We love that. I'm fine with do it. You know don't what? care. I, yeah, I was, comfort is key and oh, I'm doing, I'm so doing much more flowy, which I said was my goal. Yeah. So, you we're know, we're embracing there. that. And I was thinking the other day is like, uh, I used to always feel disappointed if I had to get like a 10 yeah. in something. And then I thought to myself, mm, that's the average I'm woman. not 16 anymore. No, I'm I have 30. Hips. Yeah. And I'm like, the average size is a 12, yes. 12, 14. Yes. I'm happy there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was never happy there. Now I'm so like, whatever. I'm, I'm more, I'm more happy now. Yeah. Now that I'm, I'm, I'll happily look at size ten, size twelve, and this is first world problems because you know we love we love having the the problem to complain about, but it's about acceptance, yeah, and it's about being able to accept that, and I'm accepting that now. Yeah, love That's that. Okay, look at us and all this progress. Oh, who are we? Honestly, we've got to talk quicker. I will be here forever. I know, I know, I know. Um, oh, buns in the oven. Buns in the oven. To not, to not. Wasn't it? Yeah, dating and buns. Dating um, and buns. Yeah, we well, can just roll those into the I'm same dating, thing. Uh, so you are good. Everyone heard my tragic story this time yeah. last year, so <laughs> we're on the uphill there. Yeah, that's good. Uh, buns in the oven. Yeah, still, still a, a thing. solid no from um, me. Solid no from Sean. Yep. Still definitely something I think I'm in denial about doing anything about. <laughs> okay, cool, 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 so cool. So cool. buns in the oven. Also, we can link this one into the whole family planning thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably should have uh, done some bloods, worked out my egg count, and maybe thought about freezing them. Have I? No. Uh, I have booked a pelvic ultrasound to check what things are looking like. Not that you can tell much for the mm-hmm. endo warriors on an ultrasound, but hey. Um, and... Yeah, old mate has kind of forced me to have those conversations, which, you interesting, know, interesting. Um, nice. He said, when I'm away, please don't do any of those appointments without me. That's something I'd like to be there for. You shouldn't do that by yourself. And I was like, well, I was doing it by myself anyway, because there was no one. Mm-hmm. But so I do realize that sometimes I struggle to let someone in. But, you know, we're working on that. <laughs> we're acknowledging, um, we're working on it. It's okay. He's very open. In, he really, really wants kids. He's mm-hmm. very open in talking about wanting kids. Like he's like, so when are we coming off the pill and actually working out what your body does naturally? When are we doing that? Holy shit. And I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Was I was like, maybe at the end of next year. He's like, okay. And then same car ride he's like look i know you said the end of next year but if things are that great maybe we should think about that at the start of next year and i was like oh so he's super keen and like i love that very open happy to chat about it wow so i don't know we'll so see who knows i know who knows who knows who knows look 12 months who knows give Big me space. another 12 months and we'll who knows see. what will be happening i know but yeah time so flies when fun. you're having fun i guess yeah all right next pain chronic pain in the ass oh, it's still bad oh, it's, honey. <laughs> and my ass pain my pain is still <laughs> so bad like so bad but we're not bra- blaming it on the extra vertebrae anymore no though, no we, no no yeah since then oh we've got a lupus diagnosis and you know that i realized when i'm due to up my steroids the coccyx always goes yeah goes feet coccyx rashes mouth ulcers Ping, 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 ping. Boof, boof, boof. Like, um, oh. oh, there we go. I think I'm just tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a little bit tired. <laughs> Still not fully wearing that lupus badge oh, yet, no, we're are not. you? No, no. It's just half um, under a jumper yeah, at the yeah, moment, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Peeps out every now and, and again. Every day, mum's like, if you up to your steroids, I'm like, nah, I'll give it another day. <laughs> and then I'll get another symptom. Mum was like, so if you up with me, I'm like, <laughs> no. Well, just one more. And then this week, I was like, all right, I'll actually not get through a 12 hour. I've got to. I got to pop some fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's that. Still for me. a pain. Well, Still a pain I'm in off my ass. My pain meds. Yeah. So I weaned my. Not all of them. Not all of them. God, 
God no. Um, <laughs> I'm off my. Who are you? I'm off my rough ones, the slow yeah. release trepentador ones. But they've not improved the headaches. No, they're just shit on their own. Yeah. I think so. That sucks. Um, but then because I've come off the slow release stuff, I'm getting wicked. Um, uteral cramps and and stuff so imagine if you came off the amitriptyline that, that's my biggest fear is ever coming oh, off that i no. think i just cramped till i passed out yeah i like i couldn't breathe properly yeah. uh, last week um it's getting pretty rough actually so i'm actually gonna go get an ultrasound done yeah um, with me i told you yeah yeah so good times um so still in pain is the summary sick, on that sick well moving oh, on no actually oh, i yes. do need to tell you something i yeah. completely forgot to message you about it at the birthday party for claudia yeah. um, that i mentioned we went to a really nice um restaurant the old cd lady restaurant um can't remember it it's a really crazy name um anyway it's a restaurant really good food um got myself a mocktail because i was feeling fancy mm. um and it was a mango and turmeric lassie okay when i tell you i regretted ordering that why drink why did you order the it? that's minute, so not I you because i really like mango yeah but you really hate turmeric yeah but i thought maybe the mango would outdo it because my previous oh mocktail my was God. a peach and jalapeno one and it was delicious but you like jalapeno yeah but it didn't taste like jalapeno <laughs> so i was like hopefully the turmeric one won't taste like turmeric um it tasted like turmeric and only turmeric and it was like a porridge it yeah, was foul like a chia pudding that's what i'm envisioning yeah it was thick and i don't want my mocktails to be thick like this could have been an asahi bowl. Like this, it was, it was. I've been eating lots of them. Foul. Um, I got everyone on the table to taste it and they all said, mm -mm, not for me. So then I said to the bartender who was lovely, I said, I don't like this. Can I have my peach and jalapeno one instead, please? He's like, yes. And I didn't have to pay for it. Well, that's nice. But it had pepper corn on the top, I think. Mm. And the minute I saw it, I was like, fucking black pepper and turmeric. That would have fixed you. It you would have been not. off your pain meds it if you took did that. Not. <laughs> I was like, you wouldn't have needed but your amitriptyline that night. I wanted to throw it against the wall. It was mm. foul. Anyway, I'll have to show you a photo of it later. It was right. fucking rank. Well, moving on, we've got our three episodes of our mental health series. It mm -hmm. was our nourish and flourish and self care and acknowledging all of that. So, yes. how's your mental health, my gal? Well, that good. It's so good. Wow. <laughs> um, look, mental health is actually uh, mm, averages out, I guess. Um, so sometimes good, sometimes maybe, sometimes maybe good, good, sometimes, sometimes maybe, maybe shit. <laughs> um, it's uh, mental health never never stops really. Um, it fluctuates, as I'm sure we're all aware. Um, but my my baseline is better than what it used to be, I guess. Um, I'm less, uh, because I'm in less pain in terms of intensity and less frequently, I'm able to regulate my mood a bit better. Mm -hmm. um, but depression is a very heavy cloud and it comes and goes. Um, so yeah, it never leaves, I don't think. And it's just, you learn to manage it better. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What about you? How are you? Um, Again, I still find that my mental health, I hide most of it. I do it on my own, mm -hmm. in my own space, mm -hmm. with my dog, mm -hmm. and no one can see me. Mm -hmm. um, Not for long. Which I, yeah, so I'm being called out a lot because obviously the four, last four months, old mate's been away and we'll FaceTime and be like, you okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, mm, you're not. So we're going to talk about that. And I'm like, fuck, I was like, it's yeah. so much easier when... There's no, no one here. <laughs> um, so that's a little bit challenging for mm -hmm. me. Um, but otherwise, yeah, much the same, I think. Yeah. Just keeping on, keeping on. I yeah. guess that goes into our resilience episode that was coming towards the end of season one. Obviously, we did have our lovely guests throughout seasons one and two but still friends with them still they're still all of our pals um but just in terms of shan and i our reflection yeah resilient still very bloody resilient that's mm. all i've learnt. i yeah. don't every knock i have taken i'm like oh i don't think i needed any more of that no didn't need more. to be any more resilient but i am we are um yeah i 
I don't know what else to say about that yeah. other than I've been tested by it time and time again. Yeah. But yeah. The simulation's a bit fucked up at this point, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now we're on to season two and we'll smash through these because I've got a little fun game that I want us to play at the end of this. Okay. So season two started with all things ableism. And look, the more I think about it, the more I see ableism in my mindset and in everyday life. And the more you think about it, it's the same with like the patriarchy, all that stuff. The minute you start to think about it, you see the depth that Mm. it actually has infested Mm -hmm. to. Um, and it's disgusting yeah. for lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, and I have to pull myself up on my ableism constantly. Um, and I'm also trying to be more comfortable in wearing my, I can't even say it disabilities yeah well like you said i still haven't completely agreed with the fact that i have lupus <laughs> yeah so yeah ableism is going well yeah, uh, yeah, yeah yeah definitely definitely on there mm. on that one mm. but so i think that's also a journey and we're on it which i think is the main thing because you can just ignore it um and i think that's the main part and it's just of being it. aware of it isn't it like yeah. we, we've both become more aware i know sh- our listeners our friends have become more aware mm-hmm. and there's a bigger conversation happening even bigger than us so yeah. about ableism and that's all you can really ask for and continue to spread that awareness yeah yeah, yeah. which is what we will continue to endeavor to do yeah exactly um, in our everyday life yeah. not just on the podcast either. yeah for sure because i actually feel more confident talking about my actual opinion Yes. In general conversations yeah. now. now. Yeah. Um, and I won't just sit there and be silent because I think it will be less awkward. Yeah. Like I'll actually be like, I don't actually agree with what you're saying. I'm going to give you my two cents here, doll. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Pull people up on incorrect data or uh, ableist opinions. Mm. and that, Because some people don't even know that, that that's ableism. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, or they're not aware that they're doing it, or don't exactly. mean to exactly anything malicious behind it. They don't. They don't mean that. No, no it's just educating. Ed- education. Yep. Yeah. Education. All and the then time. we had the uh, chaos before the move. Well, I've moved, and we're in. It's still chaotic. <laughs> and I'm though. still fucking chaotic. <laughs> but I mean, and I'm loving it, and I do not miss the old house at all. One no. little bit. Love the location. Love my space. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. This. I don't even think of your old house anymore. I. So, someone asked me the other day at work on night shift last week. Do you miss your old house? And I was like, you know what? Not one bit. Not one iota. I don't iota. think about it. I Mm-mm. don't think about that horrible shower to clean. I don't Mm-mm. think about the front yard, the backyard, the drive, the traffic. Um, <laughs> I don't think about it at all. I just don't nah. miss it. I feel like safe here. It's just big enough for me and Boons. Boons is fully settled in. Mm-hmm. So much happier. Yeah. Just a little girly, homely little space. Yeah. It's, this is so much more you yeah. as a home. And just like the location and it's just been the best thing for Bundy and it's been so good being so close to mum and dad to help mm-hmm. when I'm at work and yeah. No. Yeah, totally. It was a chaotic move, but I'm glad we did it. Yeah, it was definitely worth all the chaos, wasn't it, it was. really? It was. And then we spoke about gratitude. So I guess I'm like super grateful for the house and the move and yep. all of those things. And yeah, I'm just trying to be a bit more grateful in life, in the little things in life. Yeah, I think. totally. Um and definitely that's still another big conversation. Like I know a lot of my friends are definitely having the conversation about what they're grateful for more often. And mm-hmm. it's something, yeah, when on a bad day, I like to stop and think about, which yeah. I didn't used to do. No, yeah, exactly. And mm. I think it's those, that little habit, it becomes a habit. Like it, it's, it just changes your way of thinking. And I have endeavored to do it way more than I used to. Yeah. And I've actually given it the credit that it's due mm-hmm. in that I've noticed a difference than when I started doing it yeah. in my own mental capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, and who doesn't want to be happier? Yeah. And if you have the power to do that, then I'm going to fucking do it. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I'm all for the gratitude, still waving that gratitude flag. Love that. Not all the time, though, <laughs> because yeah, but only human. We're only human. That's exactly right in it. It's unrealistic to think that you can do it all the time. Yeah, exactly. And then we got down and dirty. We did. And then we started talking about sex and got really hot and bothered. And sweaty and, and tachycardic and uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> so uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, so well, how's my, that going for well, you? Well, my physio is still on maternity leave. Haven't yeah. been back there. And old mate's been away for four months. So I've done a really good job of avoiding it. Um, <laughs> Active avoidance. So, yeah. 
Yeah. We'll let you know. We'll let you know when uh, the next few episodes, hey? Yeah, we'll get back to you on that. Yeah, I think sex is always going to be that weird. And I think there's like a domino effect of there's a couple of steps to get over before I like nail, (laughs) punny, uh, before I nail the whole sex conversation in my head. Do you know what I mean? Like that's like maybe three, four steps down the line. Mm-hmm. But we're still we're still having conversations and, you know, trying to be more comfortable in it. But I think, yeah, there's just a couple more steps to lead into being fully comfortable in that space. Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever be fully comfortable in that space, but, you know. We'll I want just, to be. Sa- oh, absolutely. Same. But yeah. Fucking trauma. We can all have goals. We can. Then we jumped into endo, which is the bane of my sexual <laughs> dysfunction. <laughs> and um, your life. And my life. Uh, endo still there. Uh, I've no. had a couple of appointments. Didn't get much out of them um, in the last year. So mm. not sure. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's bad sometimes. Yeah. I still pee a lot. Yeah, you do. Especially at night, like three or four times a night. That's honestly exhausting. It's so annoying. 12 and 2 and 4, definitely, uh, every <laughs> night. <laughs> like um, clockwork. Old mate stopped me because we used to have a tea every night before bed and he put me on a band. He was oh, like, to try and help. He was like, babe, you're getting up every hour. You're not having the tea. I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> um, anyway. Oh, um, God. Yeah, endo still sucks, but there's lots of ongoing conversations in the community about it. There will be heaps of funding and things eventually happening. I have no doubt that there it will improve. Maybe not in my lifetime, but I'll probably be menopausal by the time it improves. But, Sad. yeah, so not sure probably will need more surgeries down the line in fact i'm sure i will don't really want the results of my next (laughs) ultrasound but hey riding that endo bandwagon um i have if anything been a bit kinder on myself and my weight fluctuation with Mm -hmm. endo i think that's probably the only thing i'm like oh bad endo day wear loose clothes and put a tan on make yourself feel better whereas before i'd be like oh my god i put on so much weight why have i got so fat and now I'm learning it's just my body, it's fluid retention, it's swelling, it's adhesions. It's, it's, I can't All do anything the about that. I can't do it. Yeah. So I am a bit kinder to myself. That's good. In that regard. That's so good. And just strut around the house. Like, look, imagine if I look, I look cute pregnant. <laughs> that's literally me to Bundy at home. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's like endo. Practice. And then endo, we jumped into migraines and oh. they're still fucking you up, babe. Oh, aren't they? Yeah. Honestly, they've mm. got me against the ropes. Mm. Um, look, I can't. I can't put my finger on it. Uh, even the doctor's kind of like, I don't know why they're bad again because uh, they should be better. So I don't know is the answer. Um, I'm hoping that they get less frequent um, and less annoying yeah. when I'm at work. Mum had her first migraine the other day and thought she was having a detached retina or a stroke. I mean, bit of a hypochondriac moment <laughs> there, if I'm going to be honest. But, you know each their own yeah feels um, mum feels i get you she's like they're annoying i was like i know yeah i get them pretty much daily mm. so basically long story short mum got the zigzags in her eyes and thought she was dying um but i said it sounds like you had a migraine mum she's like i don't get migraines i was like have you googled what a migraine aura looks like and she mm. goes oh i started googling and i got scared because then it said i had a stroke and a detached <laughs> retina so then i went and saw someone i was like yeah, but did you Google migraine auras? And she goes, no. I was like, so I Googled it for her and sent her a photo. And I was like, did it look like this? And she goes, yeah, that's exactly it. I was like, it's because it's a migraine aura, mum. And then she had COVID. So yeah, and my, my dad, migraine that's pre-COVID. how my dad started too, a little cheeky migraine. Yeah, so mum got to experience the funds of migraine auras and not being Sick. able to see. So I was like, go lie down. You'll be fine. Yeah. No sympathy. No I, was sympathy. Like, I know it's so bad. Sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, I know. But when people are sick or like, like oh, and they're like, I've got COVID. My joints and throat, my joints are sore. My throat is sore. How are you feeling? I'm like, well, my joints are really sore. My throat's sore too. I've just up my steroids. I guess it could be COVID. I just don't wouldn't know, doll, because yeah. that's my baseline. Yeah, exactly. But I'm glad you you've taken a week off work, yeah. doll, for I those know, little I aches know. and a sore throat. I I'll know. just work two fifteen hour shifts. I know, <sighs> and it's it, you don't you don't want to think like that. No, you're like you are allowed to and be then unwell. When I'm at work, I'm like I'm fine. 
there's nothing wrong with me. Yeah. I'm so fine. And in my I'm head, fine. I'm like, I'm fine. everything hurts. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, a very fine well, line to walk. Well, that links beautifully into being chronically fatigued, which is what we talked about next. And uh, I am still. <laughs> You're so beyond fatigued, sis. I, like, uh, this, yeah. I walked in today and you did look like death. You were like, you look pale. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, thanks, babe. Then I go to the show, she's like, How's that butterfly rash looking? I'm like, yeah, sick, isn't it? Six, six, six. You're so unwell. Yeah, cool. Yeah, we love life. But we are both still chronically fatigued. Sean's much better at resting than yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. Um, one day, I hope this time next year that I'll be like, hey, I'm the better rester. I want you to but overtake me on that one. It's probably not going to happen. Well, because you messaged me today on my day off is like, are you doing anything fabulous today? I was like, well, if it, if you include washing your hair and lying on the sofa as fabulous, then fuck yeah. Because that's all I did. And I'm like, oh, I've got 73 things on my one day off. Nope, not, not for me. Good. And then we interviewed a few more people. We spoke about all the important things in May. May is still a month that we'll come across every year. So every we'll year. talk about those things again. Yeah. Um, and then we just ended it up with manifesting and being a bit kinder and a bit nicer to yep. ourselves and each other. And you know what? I think manifesting kind of worked. Oh, my God. Speaking of manifesting. Oh, my God. You have to tell this story now. Oh, my God. Okay. I've done something bad. (laughs) I've done something really bad. Really bad. Oh, this is so bad. Okay. So, I feel sick even saying. You need to do it. You need to say it. Okay. So, my best friend is working in Canberra at the moment and she came over because her nana died and her nana's funeral was on and I offered to cook her dinner one night after work and she came over and she hadn't seen my new place because she'd been away since last year Mm -hmm. and she said how much she loved my new house, the new place, the location. It's very close to where her parents are building, walking distance from where her parents are building at the moment Mm -hmm. and she has a little two by one as well in, in a nice suburb, but mm. she's like, Oh, it's not really what I want to be. It's a good market to sell. Maybe I sell, maybe I buy. Oh, I just really want to buy here. And I said, Oh, so bad. Do not hold this against Jess. I said, it's okay. I'm sure my neighbor's going to drop dead soon. You can just buy that. And then you can be my next to neighbor. We can bang down the wall in the middle. It'll be sick. Right. And like, he's been there for years and I'm talking like, years and years and years and they don't leave the house i think i've spoken about this on the podcast before when i moved in so they don't leave the house they don't see the sun they don't go outside they only go out the house to the hospital and all my other um neighbors are like jess you'll never see them they don't leave um and dad like went over very friendly um and they were a bit like oh people when i first moved in so Mm. they, they don't leave anyway i said this to my best friend tess and i was like fuck that's not good anyway a week later tess was back in canberra and Bundy woke me up at 4.28 in the morning crying. Mm-hmm. And this is a dog that sleeps, goes to bed at 8.30 and he sleeps till 9 o'clock in the morning. Yep. And he started crying and then he jumped off the bed and got to the front door and started yelling. Mm-hmm. And he's very incredibly, insanely overprotective. Yep. And he starts yelling, 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 yelling at the door. And I was too scared to open the door because I live alone and he's never, he doesn't miss a beat. So I was like, oof. So I went to my room and can, I can see my carport from my bedroom and I like opened the roller shutter and my sensor light was on mm. and I thought, oh, maybe someone's tried to break into my car is what I yeah. thought. And I thought, definitely not opening it. So I tried to like hoax Bundy back to bed, gave him a treat and said, thanks for waking mum up, but let's go back to bed. Mm-hmm. Took him back to bed and he just sat on the corner of my bed with his beady eyes open and did not like sat on top of me, was very overprotective, wouldn't, let, wouldn't go to sleep, wouldn't lay down. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is at 4.28. So then at 6.30, I've gotten up to go to work and I look out my kitchen window and there's all these cop cars. And I was like, oh, shit. Bundy Mm. was right. So I've put my scrubs on, getting ready for work, and I've opened the door and there's cops that have, like, blocked my car in. And I thought, oh, Bundy was right. Someone's broken into my car. And I walked out and I asked the cops, oh, is everything okay? And they just gave me that nod. And now... For a gal that unfortunately does death and dying every day, I know what that nod means. Mm. And I just said, oh, my God, my neighbor's dropped dead. And I said, oh, do you need anything? Do you need any help? And spoke to the son that was there. And sure as hell at 4.28, my neighbor dropped dead. And I sleep like I can hear a flea fart in the next suburb. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> like I'm serious. I don't yeah. sleep. I'm a lighter sleeper. And yeah, I, didn't you are. He- I didn't hear a single thing and he'd obviously died in his sleep. Um, and Bundy, maybe Bundy gets that palette of care gene from his mama. Because he, so. he knew. I reckon he sensed I told, his ghost. I told my friend Sarah and Sarah was like, you know what happened at 428? And I was like, yeah, my neighbour died. And she was like, no, his spirit left and he set off. That's what I said. And you yeah. said it too, yeah. And he set off your sensor. Anyway, so I think I manifested that and I feel just awful you that I put it into you the didn't. universe. He was there was very multiple unwell. things. That I'd, and then, then, so I was telling dad, I was like, dad, I've done something so bad. I've manifested it. And he's, so I rung Tess and I was like, ah. And then dad was like, oh, you know what? Your grandmother's done. So my dad's mum, she lives in this you know, a set of apartments mm. and she has had two neighbours, like direct neighbours, and one of them was stealing lots of her crap. One of them was an alcoholic, really abusive. And she said to my dad, I wish they'd just die. She said that, said those words, I wish they'd just die. Like they were such a nuisance. And my grandma's a, like a feeder and a giver and she was trying to care for them and they were just mm. taking her, take, 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 take. And she was just getting hurt by these little people that were living yeah. next door. And so she said both times, oh, I wish they'd just die. And both times they dropped dead. So maybe, maybe it's, it's a family thing. Yeah. So don't get on my bad side, motherfuckers, because <laughs> watch out. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, so You're speaking of manifestation, I've carried a lot of guilt that that was uh, slightly from me. Um, you didn't, so it's okay. Mm. It's not you. That is just the circle lie. Yeah. Anyway. Bundy, anyway, Bundy knows what's up. Bundy knows what's up. He can sense Speaking it. of, he's been really good. He's been very good now. Now we took all of his 5,000 <laughs> toys away. <laughs> yes, he's now been good. All right. So because we're doing a reflection episode, this is where the fun little game comes in for you. Oh, here we okay? go. So, you know, we're both nurses and we both kind of came into being a nurse for a long time. Like we wanted to do something in medicine. Like we knew we wanted to do this as a career. We also both wanted to do drama as a career at yeah. some stage in our lives, right? Yeah. And now we're I'm wanting to be... PS. Okay. We're nearly done. Mm-hmm. And now we want to be podcasters. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what I thought we could do as a fun little future <coughs> future game... You're giving me hell beady eyes. Yeah, I am because I'm excited. <laughs> we're going to do a BuzzFeed career quiz to see what career we should have gone into what mine's gonna say something stupid like journalism and i like i hate that you don't read i know you can't be a journalist if you don't read or news presenter i don't know all right i'm freezing all right we're nearly done so suck it up princess (laughs) okay all right so what career should you actually have according to buzzfeed okay what would you spend your tax return on now you've got a few options here a big screen tv nope how much is a yacht? An exotic vacation. Two words. Apple store. No. Oh, you need another fucking phone. Um, but give, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> give it to charity. Give it to charity twice. They must have run out of answer options. Books. Piles of books. A down payment on a Range Rover or a Jeep. Or a fucking Wrangler. Yeah. Or, and invest. Invest in it. Uh, invest it. What would your option Either be? Either the Wrangler or a holiday. Oh, oh you're going to have to give me a 50-50. Oh. Well, it technically well, says Range Rover. Can't it just be whatever car I want? Okay. Flip a coin. Which well, would you like? I would like to eat for an exotic holiday, but I don't get leave. So my head would go, oh, nah. get the Range You Rover. have no leave restrictions. Okay, well, to get, take me on a holiday then. Okay, perfect. All right, you've got to pick a trilogy. Now, I know you don't really watch movies, but watch just, movies. just go with it. Back to the Future. No. The Dark Knight. No. The Matrix. No. Toy Story. Maybe. Star Wars. No. The Godfather. No. How to Train Your Dragon. Definitely not. The Hunger Games. I haven't seen that. Lord of haven't the Rings. Seen that. So it's I Toy guess Story. it's Toy Story then. <laughs> okay. What would you bring on a desert island? A journal. No. A Kindle. Definitely not. Smartphone. Mm. Clothes. Mm. Swiss Army knife. Food and water. A grill. A book of crossword puzzles. A buddy. A buddy. A buddy. I would I would probably want, food and water would be the smart thing, I mean, but I'd probably bring a friend. Yeah, and I'd probably bring old mate because you would survive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just so you know. Don't say me, because we will die. <laughs> um <laughs> both of us require too many medications. I always think about that. 
Oh, did you know I, cry, my- I cried to old mate when we we went down south for a night and then we went ran into my girlfriend mm-hmm. who we had lunch with, had lunch with her and then, you know, the boys had a couple of beers and you're down south. So once you had a couple of beers, that's it. You've got to make up your mind. You can't be yep. driving on those scary roads. So they're like, come back to ours. And then I was like, I don't have my drugs. <laughs> So I made him drive me half an hour back to get my drugs and drive half an hour back to then have a sleepover. I know, so inconvenient. (laughs) Literally. But I always think that of like, what if I got kidnapped? Because there was a guy walking behind me when I was walking the dog the other day. And this is where my brain goes. I was like, what if this, because he looked a bit dodgy. What if, so stereotypical and profiling of me um, to assume that just a man walking behind me in a tracksuit is dodgy. Anyway, beside the point, um, I thought, what if he kidnaps me? Because he kept checking his phone. And I was like, that'd be inconvenient because I'd probably have a stroke in a couple of days. And I'd be like, that was a waste, wasn't it? <laughs> as soon as they get me, I was like, oh, you probably want to put me back because... Um, I'm not going to give you much, My don't. sell-by date is very... The window is very small. Very small. I always think about that. Is that weird? That, probably. That is weird. All right. <laughs> What's not weird about me, really? Who is your inner... Well, no, not inner... <laughs> who is your dream dinner guest steve jobs nah. beyonce yep. dalai lama nah. oscar wilde nah. maya rudolph nah. stephen hawking nah. jane goodall nah. serena williams nah. michelle kwan nah. beyonce beyonce always what best describes you bold observant creative badass adventurous critical thinker determined passionate loyal i'd say loyal but my brother after last episode said it was badass i'd say loyal i'd say loyal too you're also a badass what city should you actually live in here you go barcelona Mm, barcelona um los angeles paris portland london new york rio de janeiro cape town or tokyo i don't know Okay. New York, LA, Paris. One of those three, I think. Okay, I'm going to need you to narrow it down to one. What do you reckon? New York's probably a bit... Is New York busier than LA? Dude, yes. Yeah, LA. LA? Yeah, I'm a celeb. I'd like to be one. Los Angeles. There'd be a lot of juice bars. You'd love it. All right, pick a magazine. Fast Company, The New Yorker, Vogue, Scientific American, Sports Illustrated, Regis Digest, Forbes, National Geographic, Wired. I don't know any of them. I'd probably go Vogue, Vogue then. yeah. What do you look for in a workplace? A good challenge, a focused mission, organized, interested workers, maybe? Mm-hmm. That text is off. Excitement, job security, attention to detail, risk-taking environment, flexibility. Flexibility? would be nice <laughs> yeah you want flexibility well i mean this is ideal stuff ideal yeah like you could just pick it out of a hat what would you like a flexible job would be nice we love that let's go flexibility like, oh i actually want this week i off. actually don't want to work today pick a genre documentary foreign comedy indie drama sci-fi sports drama action horror documentary what I love a documentary. Pick a social network. Snapchat, nah, LinkedIn, nah, Twitter, nah, Facebook, nah, Insta, yeah. Reddit, nah, Pinterest, nah, TikTok, nah, Tumblr, nah, Insta. Do you I don't have anything else. I know. Do you remember MySpace? Yeah. Did you ever used to do MySpace? Yeah. You set your song, yeah. your background, your top friends. Top friends. All right. You got a humanitarian. Oh. You are a giver, a justice seeker. You spend more time thinking about others than yourself. I mean, that's kind of true. And more than anything, just want what you're doing to help someone in some way. Essentially, you is kind, you is smart, you is important. Have you seen the movie Help? Yes. Yeah, you know I have. Okay, that's a key line in that movie. Just so you know. Thank you. Other occupations is a social worker or a judge. I oh. couldn't see you doing any of those. But I mean, it's pretty uh, close to intensive and palliative nursing. Well, yeah, the humanitarian part is. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty that was, spot on, that BuzzFeed. That was pretty shit. That didn't, you didn't, didn't help you. You're there. You're, You're doing there. it. Oh, fuck. Oh, well, couldn't give Thank you a fun you. answer. Sorry, mate. <laughs> what was yours? Did you do your own? No, I didn't do my own. Oh. I was just going to do yours. Shall I quickly do mine? I got an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You are an explorer. You are curious about the world around you and the way it works. You look at things closely and often with a different perspective than everyone else. You're quite unique. Lucky you. 
I mean, I'm pretty unique. Other occupations, a researcher or a teacher. I'll tell you what, you can throw researcher in the bin. Astronaut, researcher or teacher. I mean, they're very they're similar. Very similar, aren't very they? Very similar. Fucking hell. Very similar. So yeah, I'd be an astronaut. Yeah, right. I hate space. It freaks me out. <laughs> I honestly, I can't think about space too much because I, I will go into a full on panic attack. Can't watch space movies. It freaks me out. Well, don't become an astronaut then, babe. Couldn't Glad you it. listened to yourself. Couldn't do it. All right. Do you have any quotes for the week? Yeah, I've got a quote. It's a bit random, but it really spoke to me. So I saved it because it's something I need to do. All right. My quote is, I hope you get to a point in your healing where an emotionally unavailable person doesn't cause you to chase and an emotionally available person doesn't cause you to pull away. That's nice. Mm. That's good. I like that. Mm. And then I'm going to follow yours up with a small little quote. And it's very, it's literally a one-liner. Someone might need to hear this. Mm -hmm. No feeling is final. We love that. Won't last forever. We love that. It's okay. All right, guys. Well, the next few episodes, we have some fun friends coming so on fun so many fun I'm friends i'm so excited Very for the exciting, amount of goodness that is coming your way not letting the cat out of the bag no. just yet no um but there are some exciting people coming and we cannot wait to share it with you all oh just get ready to have the inspiration just blown at you how we've convinced these people to come on our podcast i do not know i know but we're here for it we love it we we're so thankful yes i'm so excited i know cannot wait so on that note guys think about all the excitement to come (laughs) and have a fabulous week take Take care. care bye